friend. I hope you've had a wonderful week. I hope that everything has went great for you. And welcome back. If this is your first time listening, welcome. And if you are returning listener, welcome. My name is Christina, and this is my podcast, which I guess that'll say in the introduction. Okay. I appreciate you being here. Listen, if this helps you, please spread the word. Take a screenshot of it. Put it on your stories. Tag me. I love it whenever I hear that this is blessing you. There's also a place where you can leave a review on Apple. If we're not friends already, make sure that we're connected on um, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. I am Christina Smith McCulley on all of those platforms. I've also said stations, but I think they're platforms. So, Today we're going to be talking, I think that's all I had to, oh gosh y'all I have something really exciting coming up, really exciting, oh I don't know if I should tell you yet, we'll wait, we'll wait till I get a little more wording and details, but I am so excited about what's to come, so anyways, um, let's jump right in, let me play the introduction, throw it on in there and we'll get right to it. Well, hi, y'all. Welcome to Closet Confessions with Christina's podcast, where we're going to talk about the hilarious, not-so-funny truths about the Christian walk. Some people are called to speak on stages, but the Lord has called me to share my heart from my closet. Hey, I'm Christina, mom of three, married to my high school sweetheart, multi-passionate entrepreneur who has struggled with insecurities, self-worth, depression, and all that fun stuff the world has to offer. But God... He continues to remind me he is not intimidated by my mess. And when I spend time with him, he reminds me who I am and whose I am. So if you're ready to laugh and you believe Chick-fil-A is the Lord's chicken, then come on into my closet so we can talk through this crazy life together. Okay, so you guys know that I've said it before, usually the Holy Spirit will tell me kind of what I need to speak on. And yesterday I was sitting outside on the porch. It was a beautiful day here in Florida. We don't have many of them. It's either thems. I don't think that's the word. It's either extremely hot, you're taken over by mosquitoes and gnats, or it's freezing, which we don't really have too many freezing, freezing days, maybe a few in November. I mean, not November, February, but it was a really pretty day yesterday. So I was sitting on the porch and I was like, okay, what are we going to talk about? And I don't even know how this popped in my mind. I don't think anything was really going on. But, you know, truth be told, I was probably, um, actually, this was on Friday. My days are all mixed up because I haven't been to work since Wednesday so or Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday, I think. Yeah. So um, I was supposed to go to Texas this week and I didn't. So I had taken off the week. So I ended up just keeping off the week and did a lot of family stuff. It was fun, fun, fun. It was great. Um, but anyways, so maybe I had looked at social media too much, probably is probably why. But the Holy Spirit dropped in my heart to look up, study, and talk about jealousy. And I say that I probably was looking at social media too much because usually if it's, if I look at it a lot, there's always going to be some thoughts of comparison, jealousy, probably even honestly me being judgmental. I don't like that. But I'm just being truthful and I have to really watch myself from being on there too much. I mean, it's just, you know, I've I've said this before. I remember a long time ago asking God, like, why do I feel this way? Why am I jealous of my friend's uh, new car, new house or the promotion? And I felt in my spirit, him say, I never designed you to know that much about people. And ain't that the truth? Like, I know what my friend in Illinois is driving. But, you know, okay, so the other day... Um, one of my good friends who I'm like in real, like this in my real life 
like I see face to face and not just social media, pulled up and she got a new car. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I love your new car. And um, I was thinking, you know, it's funny. I, I didn't even know she got a new car because she just, she don't post a lot or anything like that. But yet I know my friend in Illinois, who I've never even met, is driving. And that's what I think the Holy Spirit meant when he said, I never meant for y'all to know that much about people because we know everything about everybody, even though we don't know, know them in real life. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I have social media friends that I'm super close with. And so I feel like I know them in real life, but I've never even met them. But I don't know them like I'm not around them all the time to know, to know, know, know them. Does that make any sense? So anyways, I just felt like the Holy Spirit wanted me to talk about this. And usually whenever he wants me to talk about something, is something that, of course, I need a fresher course in or I need to study deeper. I need to check my heart. And so hmm, here we are jealousy. Mm. Nobody likes that word. It makes us feel embarrassed or like maybe weak or maybe, um, I don't, I don't even know the word it makes you feel, but the enemy definitely uses it to hang it over our head when we do feel jealous or envious about someone because we know we shouldn't. And sometimes our pride will well up. I'm not jealous of them, please. What do I have to be jealous of her? But if that comes out like that, then there probably is something in there, you know? I mean, really? So, I would say that I do probably struggle with this. It's better now, praise God. Praise God. He has definitely um, shown me things and, you know, just worked on my heart. So, it's whenever it does rise up, I immediately see it. Now, before, I wouldn't see it. All I would know is I would be aggravated and mad and just irritated about something, but maybe couldn't put my finger on it. And then if I dug deeper, it would be, oh, I read something that made me jealous. Or my friend got this, and why does she get this? And she don't deserve this. And I don't this. Come on, God. You know, that kind of stuff. And I would let it fester for maybe days before I finally would kind of investigate. Now, if I feel that twinge, I check it fast. I take it to God fast. Like, okay, no. No, 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 no. And we're going to talk about what you can do when you feel that that twinge in, a, in just a few minutes. But first, I just want to kind of talk about what jealousy does. You know, they call jealousy the green-eyed monster. Oh my gosh, yes, it makes people do crazy things. I mean, in the Bible, it made people murder. And I am very, very, very quite sure it has made people murder outside the Bible. But it is something that can just take you over and consume you. You know, and you'll just focus so much time on this thing or this person that you're jealous of. And, and just, and you know, I say jealous of because I can think of people that um, I would feel aggravated at. I can think of a couple right in my mind that I used to almost like be consumed over. And the reason would be is I, I could discern that they weren't who they were betraying to be. But yet all these other people were like, just, oh my gosh, I love you. Let me praise you. And it would drive me crazy. I'm like, okay, God, am I jealous of them? What is what is the deal? Am I jealous? And whenever I would investigate, it would come back that there was some jealousy. I was jealous of maybe people validating them or praising them. And that's the issue in me, not to get validation from any other human. God already validates me, right? So I would investigate like, oh gosh, and that helped me not to feel aggravated towards them. Does that make any sense at all? I probably just completely embarrassed myself and told myself, but for some of y'all, it might make sense. Like I would want them called out, but not really because I don't want my sins and flaws called out, you know, but I would, I'd be like, how do these people not see? 
that this person is not who they're portraying to be. And it would, like I said, it would come back to maybe some jealousy of them getting all this praise and, or whatever, you know, whatever. But jealousy, if it's not call, if it's not um, addressed early, I mean, it'll just consume you. Like, that's all you'll be able to think about. You know, like, you'll be so aggravated and be in a bad mood, and it'll be about this one thing that, honestly, when I take a step back, has nothing at all to do with my life. Like, nothing. Nothing at all to do with my life. It doesn't affect me at all if I'm jealous of somebody else or something. A lot of times. You know what I mean? I mean, like, really, if I'm jealous of my friend getting a new car, does that affect my life at all? I mean, really, do I pay her bills? Do I give her money? Do I not get my car because I'm paying her car? I mean, all that kind of stuff. You're like, well, no, it don't. It really has, it really has nothing at all to do with my life and what's going on in my life. But yet, if we, it's one of them things that the enemy puts in our mind that we might think it's not really a big deal, but yet it grows, it grows, it grows. And anything can become like a wall between us and God, you know. The Bible talks about going to God and forgiving your brother first because unforgiveness is a huge wall. Now, he still loves us. If you are saved by the blood of Jesus, you're still his child. But that wall is there. There's like tension there. And it's not him. It's us. Because we have something that we're holding on to in our heart that's not holy. And he's so holy. And so when you're holding on to like resentment, unforgiveness, jealousy, bitterness, that's not holy ground. Does that make any sense? Okay, I feel like I say it's not making any sense a lot, but I probably do. Um, because it makes sense in my mind, but sometimes I don't know if it comes out right. But, you know, jealousy eats away at you, makes you focus on that person or that thing instead of on God. It makes us forget God's blessings to us. It grows into resentment, and it makes you lack perspective. Because the perspective is, like, if you step back and you see everything God's done in your life or what you have going on or what... You don't see that when you're focused on being jealous of someone else. You know, I've noticed, you know, there's, um, I, I, watch, I listened to, I don't know if it was a sermon or what it was, but this guy said that um, a racehorse wears blinders. And the reason he wears blinders is so he can only look straight ahead. So he can't see what's going on to the right or left. So he can't be in competition with what's going on to the right or left. That's how we're supposed to be towards the cross. Like blinders on, focus on the cross. When I'm focused on the cross, I don't, I, I'm, I, I don't have time. I'm not looking at other people and what they have. I'm focused on Jesus. I'm not looking at what they got ahead with or what they were blessed with. I'm focused on Jesus. So put them blinders on. Maybe make that a mental note. Um, Any time I feel that twinge of jealousy, I've learned I immediately take it to God and check my own heart because it's usually something in me. It's usually something in me. And I asked this question on TikTok the other day, like, is this podcast needed? Does anybody else deal with jealousy? And I had so many messages and comments. And yeah, it's needed because this is one of the things the enemy likes to sneak in there and pretend it's not a real big deal because well, you're not hurting anybody being jealous of them. I mean, it's not like you're going to like murder them like Cain did Abel. But, you know, you could be jealous. But it, it is a seed. And that seed takes root and it gets deep. And it produces fruit. And that fruit is being a butthole, basically, to people. <laughs> you know? Or being in a bad mood all the time. Or gossip. Or resentment. Even in the Bible, turned to murder. So 
murder. I think that's a TikTok thing right now. Murder. I don't even know. Murder. It was murder. Never mind. My bad. But, you know, jealousy makes us say, well, what about me? Why them, God? Why them? You know, we usually only, and, and the thing about it that's I think really has made it like that much worse now for us and for our children is social media. Social media, by far, because you see what you want to see. You see the highlighted reel. I, I'm quite sure there are people that are jealous of me that think that I just have this great life and that I never get down. And the people that know me in real life know that I struggle with, you know, depression, anxiety, and like having to just go to God all the time with, with things and moods and stuff like that. And there's other things that go on in my life that I don't share with people. But I'm sure people look at my pictures and think, oh, what a blessing. I mean, you know, I can remember being in church and um, a husband had his arm wrapped around his wife and I I was jealous. I'm like, my husband don't do that. My husband don't come to church with me. And come to find out, I mean, they were, there was things going on in their marriage. We People had no idea. No idea. And they're not together today. And that just shows that what we may see may not portray what's going on. I had a girl message me and say that, you know, she was jealous of, of somebody and that their life was perfect. That they never... Um, had any problems that they were beautiful and that nothing ever you know goes on and I told her I said you know you don't you don't know that you really don't know that even if you know the person in real life you're not in their home with them 24 hours a day you're not in their mind you don't know we just see what we see that's always a perspective to come back to is that I don't know I don't know what's going on in their life another perspective is I heard um, this on a sermon one time if you're jealous or envious of what someone has, ask yourself, are you willing to do what they did to get it? Am I will? If I'm jealous of the person's brand new car, am I willing to make that big payment? No. Okay. There you go. If I'm jealous of somebody's promotion, am I willing to work extra and whatever they did to get it? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't know the situation. But, you know, ask yourself that. And also ask yourself, would I trade everything in my life for their life? Would I trade my family for their family because I'm jealous of this material thing they have or this promotion or whatever it seems like it may be? Ask yourself them questions. You know, and I don't want to make it seem like um, I'm excusing being jealous, but I think being jealous is just a part of our fallen flesh, honestly. But we can catch it. And our heart is always the first thing God works on. You know, what if the person that got that promotion, you weren't ready for that? Your heart couldn't handle it. Your pride couldn't handle it. Your ego couldn't. I know there are things in my life that God has not done yet because there's still work to be done in my heart. And that's always his plan A, always to form us like Jesus, to recreate us like Jesus, or not recreate, you know what I mean? Like to change us to be more like Jesus. That's the plan A. Because whenever we are changed, we can be a light to others. You know, they're looking for that joy, that hope, that peace. They're not, who wants to know, oh, how'd you get so resentful? Oh, how'd you get so bitter? How'd you get so jealous? I want that. How'd you get so insecure? I want that life. How'd you get so fearful? No. Nobody wants that. Everybody wants peace and joy. 
and hope. And we have that in Jesus. And so whenever our heart is being worked on, it becomes a light for others, to, an example of what they can have in Jesus. It always points back to Jesus. My friends, so the other day, you are not the hero in your story. Jesus is. It's not about us. It's not about me. It's not about you. It's about Jesus. It's about pointing people to Jesus. And whenever we get jealous and let that sit there and don't take it to God right away, it becomes breeding ground for so much more. I mean, we're going to talk about that in just a second, but I want to read to you this verse from James. I was trying to get find it in my Bible a minute ago, and don't you hate it when they move the books of the Bible, and you're like, okay, it was right there. Where'd it go? Okay, so this is out of the Message Bible. I've been reading out of the Message Bible a lot because it reads kind of like a book, and I love it, and then I'll go look it up like in Google and like New Testament or King James or something just to make sure it's kind of the same. You know, they didn't really dissect it, but um, so James 4... Two, no, four, one, and two. No, James four, four. <laughs> well, where is that? Hold on, I swear it was just here. Where do you think all these appalling wars and quarrels come from? Do you not? Do you think they just happen? Think again. They come about because you want your own way and you fight deep inside yourselves. You lust for what you don't have and you're willing to kill to get it. You want what isn't yours and will risk violence to get your hands on it. Now, right away, people are like, oh, I would never murder someone because I'm jealous of them. Well, you know, the Bible says to hate someone is to murder in your heart. And jealousy can turn into hate quick, quick before we even realize it. So, yes, you do murder. You know, <laughs> I mean, yes, you yes, you could, I guess. Um, you know, I've looked at people's ministries and ranks and statuses and you know titles and things like that and been jealous and I just had to really you know I had to okay God because the first place I go when I feel anything is um I, I want to ask God to check my heart like why do I feel this way why do why do I feel this way why do I feel insecure about this why do I feel jealous of this person because it's not something that it's you know like I just said he wants to mold our heart so that's the first place I want to go to when I feel a certain way and maybe like I said there's something in me you know there's times where something will come up and I'll be like I had no idea that was in there like if I get triggered by something let's say somebody says something about me and it triggers me and I feel mad and I, I have a hard time forgiving them okay why oh there's still some insecurity that you care what they think oh I didn't even know that was in me I didn't even know that was in me. Okay, all right, God, let's work on that. You know, that's these are warning lights. And I hope that nobody listening is sitting in um, condemnation or beating themselves up for being jealous of someone. No, you were brought to listen to this maybe for like a revelation or some practical tips or help that you can do. Don't sit there and beat yourself up. Be, you know, whenever, I let me tell you, let me tell you, I'm just going to tell you. Yesterday, I felt like I spent all day in my flesh. Like I was on social media a lot. I was reading a book that wasn't, um, it wasn't a bad book, but it wasn't Christian. It was about Real Housewives. <laughs> I love, I love some Bravo Real Housewives. But anyways, I was just kind of not turning my thoughts back to God a lot yesterday. Okay, and so something happened last night, and I was in my flesh, and I'm like, what? Well, this morning. 
God showed me and reminded me the very thing I had been praying for happened in that moment. But yet, because I was in my flesh, I didn't see that it was answered a prayer. And so right away, you know, I was like, oh, God, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're right. And just got it right with him in my heart. I didn't beat myself up like I normally would have for like all day long. Like, Christina, how could you do that? How did you miss that? But just if you feel like mad at yourself because you're dealing with some jealousy, no, no, just no. I thank God that he sends conviction to show me where he wants to, to mold me more like Jesus. I'm, I'm grateful for that. Now, a year ago, beat myself up for days, days about everything. Now I'm just to the point where I'm like, okay, okay, God. All right. I got you. Let's, okay. So, um, you know, jealousy always also makes us competitive, but there's no need for competitiveness in the kingdom of God. He is so personal that he has us each on our own path, a personal plan for each of our lives. And if I get competitive or jealous about somebody moving up more or getting ahead or getting this or getting that, then I'm taking my eyes off of this personal plan he has for me because he's such a personal God. He has such a personal relationship with each one of us. I always think of the story in the Bible um, whenever Peter asked Jesus, what about him? And the Bible said that he, that, that Jesus had told John what his future, or no, maybe he told Peter what his future would, I guess, I think he told him how he would die. Um, or he told him something, but Peter's like, well, why, what about him? Talking about John. And Jesus said, what is it to you? You follow me. And that's how we can get whenever we start comparison or comparing ourselves or being jealous of someone like, well, why not me? What about me? But, you know, God used Peter and John both in mighty, mighty ways, mighty ways. And I believe if we turn our focus and um, start getting in competing and comparison with someone, then it could detour our path that he has set before us to use us in a mighty way. He has a personal path for each of us because, like I said, he is such a personal God. It's not a one-size-fits-all. It's a personal relationship with a personal God and a personal plan for our lives. Um, And I wrote this down too. Jealousy leads to, first, competition, fear, anger, resentment, you know, it just, it leads to so much more than just a little jealousy. And I think sometimes we probably can think, well, I'm just a little jealous. No big deal. It is a big deal. It is a big deal. Because I wrote down some names in the Bible that jealousy just, you know, took them down a path that probably wasn't the best for their life, of course. I mean, Cain and Abel, I mean, Cain was jealous of Abel's, you know, Abel brought a better gift to God. And sometimes we are, we're jealous of things that people do even though we didn't do it they did this better and maybe we're jealous of that even though you know but I mean still okay and did that make sense I mean Cain was jealous of Abel because Abel brought a better gift all right well get over it do better next time (laughs) I mean you know (laughs) but he killed Abel and led to murder look at what Joseph's brothers did they were jealous and Joseph probably told a little too much you know like but that still didn't give them the right to throw him in a pit. 
but God used him in a mighty, mighty way. Look at David. He looked upon Bashima. He was jealous of Bashima's husband. He took her in. He got, you know, then he ended up killing him. I mean, he wanted, he coveted what Bashima's husband had. Look at King Saul. He got jealous and lost his anointing whenever um, they were praising David for killing Goliath. He let that jealousy turn him into someone that he did not start out as. You know, he was chasing David all throughout them caves and everything like that because he was jealous. I mean, the ultimate, the very first one was Adam and Eve. They were jealous of what God knew. When the, when the tempter tempted them with, well, you can be like God. He doesn't want you to eat this because you'll be like him. You'll know more. And they were like, oh, well, okay, yeah, I want to know more. You know? I mean, it's not little. It's a big thing. And we need to snap it up fast. And the enemy will try to shame you for being jealous of somebody. And you'll beat yourself up and you'll... You know, you'll kind of not talk about it or not bring it up to God, but God is not mad at you. He wants you to open up to him and talk to him about it. And that's kind of the steps that I want to talk to you about in this last few minutes is what we can do when we feel like we're jealous of someone. First thing is take it to God. Get it out in the open with just you and God. I mean, I talk to God just like I talk to my friend, like, God, I don't want to feel this way. Like, am I jealous of her? I mean, like, she seems to have more than me. Like, I don't... What what is why do I feel this way towards her? I mean, it's not fair. I don't. I talk to him just like I do anybody else, or actually, I talk to him more. But the enemy tries to shame you for being jealous, so therefore you don't take it to God. That's the number one thing to do is get it out to God. He already knows it. He wants to hear us say it. The other day, me and my friend were talking. She was real upset about some decisions she had to make, and anxiety was just kicking in, and da da da. And so I just I just felt in my heart to ask her, well, have you talked to God about it? And she was like, um, I mean, I've thought it in my head. I've said I need to talk to God. I said, no, but have you just sat with God and just talked to him about it? She was like, no, because we, we, we all do it. We think we've talked to God. You know, I'm guilty of not telling my family stuff because I tell social media this happened and then I forget to tell like my granny, you know? Because I think that I've talked to her, but I really haven't. Does that make sense? Sorry, I'm burping. So that's the first thing. When you feel that twinge or jealousy, you're looking at social media and something like, ugh. And you're like, ugh, I wish I could do that. You know, I don't like to look at social media on holidays because I can catch myself getting jealous even though it's my choice. Like, it's my choice to only get my children three gifts and it actually kind of went down because my kids are older now and they're like, they have every, I don't even know what to get them except money. But that's my choice. That's what I chose to do based on what's best for my family. But yet, if I look at social media and somebody gets their kids like 50 gifts, I'm like, <laughs> you know, And but yeah, that's my choice. I don't even know if I'm jealous of them or what, but does that make sense? Just like on Valentine's Day, it's my choice not to get anything like this is my choice but yet if I see somebody getting like three dozen roses I'm like my husband don't do that to me you know even though <laughs> it's my but I take it to God first if I feel that you know I mean some of the things I don't even have to take to God because of course he's um conditioned my heart to like really quickly like no Christina no but I'm saying if something's gotten in there and I feel like it's kind of taking root and I can't shake it like I can't like I always 
like why does this keep coming up why do I still feel aggravated and I haven't been able to shake that off and not allow that thought to get in because there are thoughts that come to our mind that we don't have to take root of I mean we don't have to grab them and plant them as a seed like no no mm -mm. but then there are some that kind of get through get in there and start trying to I was gonna say fester but I don't know if that's the right word but you know what I mean like start trying to get in so taking it to God very first thing talk to him about it talk to God about how you're feeling um don't deny it just talk to him second thing is I spend less time on social media because it's just you know I read a book one time about insecurity and she said that um when we're whenever we feel disconnected we go like to social media so we'll feel connected because you know there's people on there but yet you actually end up feeling lonelier because you really don't even know them people in real life you know what they're doing you know what they're eating you know what they're buying but you don't know them so once you get off social media you feel even lonelier and I can tell you on days that I spend too much time it is a like it is a it was a major difference today compared to yesterday because I didn't get on today I like lim- and if I did I just jumped on to answer a few messages jump right back off yesterday I seemed to be in that mindless scrolling thing for some reason I don't I don't know what was I don't know why but you know limiting my time on that is going to help with your joy actually limiting your time on your phone period is like been a scientifically proven to help your joy I don't know but I, I need to I need to do that I mean I, I do I go through spurts where I'm like no I ain't getting on and then I go through spurts where I'm just mindlessly just don't even I don't even know why I picked up my phone just clicking something you know just that addiction that God is definitely working on with me next thing get alone and remember the good things that God has done that God's done for you get alone write down your blessings write down gratitude things journal if you don't journal I love journaling nobody else could ever read it because it's so messy and all over the place but it don't matter getting it out is something therapeutic now I have so many journals that I just haven't even ever went went back through and read I want to because I love seeing things oh gosh I remember when God did that and it also gives me ideas for like podcasts and stuff like that but it's not for anybody else and it's not even necessary for me to read back again it's just to get it out that is so therapeutic I mean write a letter to God talk to God write it down you know it's just for you and him but we we want to take that seriously we want to not let it get in there and and grow roots another thing that I do is I ask God to help me see things from that person's eyes help me see them from his eyes and there have been times that I would feel just like I don't know why I can't stop that I feel aggravated I feel mad at this person I'm and it would probably boil down to jealousy or something like that it wasn't necessarily something they did to me or something that had anything to do with my life but I would just be aggravated towards them and God would open my spiritual eyes and show me their pain. I heard a quote the other day. I should have wrote it down. Oh, my gosh. Okay, God, help me remember. Because it was so good. It was something about that. Like seeing past their behavior and seeing their pain. Because behind every everything we do is pretty much a behavior. Behavior of faith, behavior of fear, past trauma, pain rejection you know all our behaviors come from usually our past um and if they're you know and so this is in a case of like someone you feel like don't deserve that you know but let's say there's somebody that does deserve that blessing but you're still jealous of them just 
Ask God to help you see things through his eyes and just keep it in perspective. That's not meaning to put them down and be like, oh, I bet their marriage is in shambles. He sent them flowers because I bet that their marriage is in shambles. We always like to put people down and make ourselves feel better, don't we? We always like to, to find like, oh, well, haha, at least I don't have that kind of marriage. I mean, they might have that beautiful car, but I mean, I know their marriage is in trouble. I'm just sounding like I'm just yapping away, don't I? But I hope you understand what I'm trying to say. And I hope that this helped you and this clarifies some things. And I'm sure we'll all be given the opportunity this week. The enemy would love to throw at us a situation for us to be jealous in. And I pray that God brings us back to his word and brings us straight to him with it. That's what I pray for you. So let's pray. Dear God, thank you. Thank you that that we can come to you at any time. Thank you that we can talk to you about the silliest things. The enemy wants us to think that being jealous is no big deal. It's silly to talk to you about that, God, but we know it's not. We know you want us to come to you with everything. And I thank you that we can. Thank you, Jesus, that you made this bridge for us, that we can come talk to our Father about everything. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your conviction that you show us where in our heart needs healing, where it needs mending. You're the one that can fix it. You're the one that can fix it. We cannot do it on our own. Our flesh is so weak. Thank you for your guidance, your counseling, your love, your protection. Thank you, Father. I pray that everyone listening to this has a fresh revelation of your love and your grace and mercy for us. You're so good. You're so good. It's in your Son's holy name that we pray. Thank you, Jesus. Amen and amen.